That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few dozen times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you've finished listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me, as always, is my good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? And have you done your weekly review? Hey, James. I'm doing pretty good today, um, but I have not done my weekly review. I it, It's a crazy week, and it got away from me. Um, before I knew it, it was time to record with you. <laughs> so here I am. What about you? And I also have not done my weekly review. Um, I started a new uh, contracting gig, mm-hmm. uh, which should run about six months. And so most of my reviewing time has been kind of coming up to speed with uh, what I'm going to be working on. And so it's sort of like instead of my mostly personal to-do list, um, it's been kind of focusing on uh a work-to-do list, which is not an omni-focus because, you know, not everybody, not all companies use omni-focus. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, other stuff. Um, so that's that's where I'm at there. Mm-hmm. Um, now let's get into our weekly to-dos. The weekly to-do, yeah, the weekly to-do. Gene and James are working through so Jean, what was your weekly to do and have you done it? I don't remember if I said specifically what I was going to do, uh, but but I know that I was going to continue with my ongoing physical mail opening project and I did not do that. Um, I have, however, ordered a pair of shredding scissors, so I'm excited about that. It's like when, you know, when procrastinating, see if there's a tool that you can order or find or uh, start setting up so that you feel like you're making progress. And I think that shredding scissors are going to be life-changing. Excellent. So you went with physical scissors. Physical scissors. Yeah. They weren't that expensive, and I thought – I I often tearing things into little pieces and I thought what if I you know what what I just saw them cuz I was looking for manual shredder and uh, I thought oh that seems like it's more portable uh <laughs> it's probably enough for my needs like if I have to do more shredding than that I should go you know start having a shredding box and uh so anyway yeah, we'll see. They might be totally bogus or junk, like, you know, so I'll feel like the kid who saved up, you know, their green stamps to order something uh, that looked really cool in a catalog from... And then, and then it wasn't And it wasn't so that cool. cool and quickly was forgotten. And also all the fun of saving green stamps went down the tubes as well. But green stamps, who knows about that anymore? I... I Look him up, kids. <laughs> G G and H green stamps, uh, if I recall. We had S and H, Sperry and Hutchison. Oh, maybe they were maybe they were S and H. But we, I don't 
we had competing green stamp or, uh, programs in our little, you know, community in Miami. There was also, from one store, there was another one called Merchant's Green Stamps, which I liked better probably because we went to the store with the Merchant's Green Stamps more often. I'm gotcha. I'm pretty sure Publix had S&H. Anyway, you know. I think it was S&H that I'm thinking of. Yeah. But, um, but of course, those have, uh, they've disappeared as a form, but the general idea is reward points. Yeah. Um, so it's really just a morphing of, of that kind of loyal, it's a loyalty program. Yes. Um, <laughs> what about you, James? Um, I do not have any green stamps. No. Um, oh, my weekly <laughs> to do. You have a weekly to do. Um, that was one heck of a tangent. Um, I did, which is still, it's like a, it's a held over for another week. Um, <laughs> was to review my project list in OmniFocus and trim it down so that my weekly reviews become easier. And again, like this this contract kind of popped up um, relatively quickly, so I didn't get to do my weekly Mm to-do. I've been kind of focused on this other other thing, which which is a good development overall. So that's great. I might even change. Nah, I might as well leave it on the burner. Leave um, it on the burner. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I'm going to have all that mail done by next Wednesday or whatever, and uh, I will. I'll have my new scissors by then, so I can give a product uh, review <laughs> of the shredding scissors. And you know, I'm going to change up mine because I last time I went to do a weekly review, I realized I had like a couple dozen item backlog in mm-hmm. my uh, OmniFocus inbox. Ah. Um, and they're like these odd random things, yeah. right? Because that's where you capture, but then they sit there for a while and then you go back and you're like, what was? What did that even mean? Um, so it wasn't a quick run through them when I sat down. So I think that would be... That would be a good start. Mm-hmm. So that will be my um, my task is to clear out my Omni Focus inbox by next week. Cool. Um, that seems more achievable. Um, excellent. So we have to dos. So um, one thing that happened uh, this week is Apple held their first event of 2022 and made a bunch of product announcements. Yeah. And you told me that you haven't had a chance to watch the event yet. Correct. Um, so, and that I should fill you in. Exactly. I thought this would be a very efficient uh, podcast session for me because it will take me longer than the amount of time we usually podcast to like sort of comb through the announcements and the the reactions to the announcements. And this way I can get the James Dempsey take on the Apple event. I mean, I do know, you know, like really just the very top level bullet points. I think I know new phone, new iPad and new thing, new computer. Yes. (laughs) So I can't wait to hear about it. And especially since I just bought a MacBook Pro, as did you, not that long ago. I feel I should be immune to any announcements about uh, Mac machines. 
We'll see. Yes, possibly so. Um, we will see. So yeah, I'll run down the the first. There's like they introduced a new colors for the i the iPhone 13 and iPhone 13 Pro. Oh, there's now a a green iPhone 13. <gasps> oh, I saw a picture of that, and I was like, why didn't I order that? Because I didn't. Re- I thought I I didn't. You thought I thought it was. From you the, didn't know it was new. No. Did, have they ever and then the, uh, done that before, like new colors in the middle of the year? I don't remember them doing that before. Yeah. Like, except for maybe like they came out with like a product red mm-hmm. sometime in the middle of the year, or there was the long-promised original white iPhone right. that didn't ship for a long time and finally came out. Yeah. And then the iPhone 13 Pro has not just green, their green is called Alpine green. Alpine green. And it smells like pine trees. No, that's not true. It's so alpine um, green, anything else? They Those are the they're just each each of the lines gets a mm. a, a green iPhone. Okay. Um wow. and then uh they introduced the I the newest version of the iPhone S E, ah. which is the same form factor as the iPhone eight. So it's not quite as big, and it still has the Touch ID home button. And they put the A15 Bionic chip in it, and it's got 5G. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of like a fully modern iPhone SE. Mm -hmm. And the price, they bumped it a little from like $399 to $429. But it's still, Mm -hmm. the I think, the least expensive iPhone. And now it's a fully modernized iPhone. So that's kind of cool. So and, does that mean? Oh, it's, go ahead. Does that mean it's uh, bigger than the previous SE? No, it's the exact same size. Okay. I think. I think they both were the same form factor as the iPhone eight. Okay. Um. And then the iPad Air got the M1 chip, hmm. and also the. 12 megapixel ultra wide front camera camera so it can do center stage. Oh. And if you recall center stage, it's an ultra wide camera, but when you do a FaceTime, it'll focus in on you. And then if you move around in front of the camera, the camera will kind of pan because it's mm-hmm. ultra wide mm-hmm. and keep you in frame. Um, or if other people kind of poke their head in, it'll widen out the shot. Um, and it also has 5G if you get the cellular model. So it's a oh. it's a it's a a good bump for the iPad Air, but it's not a redesign or anything. Mm. Um, and I think both of us already have iPhones. Both of us already have our iPads of choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so for us personally, those are not maybe the most interesting of of announcements. Um, but um, yeah, it the other nice thing is the iPad Air now has p- kind of parity with the features of the uh iPad Mini. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Um cuz the the iPad Mini when it came out, it did have the ultra wide camera, it had 5G, but it didn't have but the Air was kind of a little bit left behind for for these few months. Mm-hmm. Um so it's nice to see that all come together. Cool. But really the bit like, well, as long-time Mac users, um, 
the big the big news um was the new well first a new M1 chip right so they came out with the M1 Ultra chip cuz Max apparently is not Max um <laughs> and the Ultra they essentially take two M1 Maxes mm-hmm. and then they have developed a an interconnect technology between the two chips that has like incredibly high bandwidth. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing can basically operate as one giant processor. Um, and it just, you know, performance wise and performance wise for the wattage or for the power used, mm-hmm. it like blows the doors off of everything. Um, so as as impressed as we were with the M1 and then with the M1 Pro and Max, this one like blows the doors off of those also. So it's like, oh man, it's I know amazing. I was uh, I so rarely have like the cutting edge technology, and I didn't have it for very long then because uh, well no because they haven't put it. It's the the Ultra seems to be like it'll probably run too fast to be in a laptop okay i mean not too fast too hot mm-hmm. to be in a in a laptop that's that's my guess mm-hmm. um so the but they did so they introduced a brand new line of macs so we've had the mac mini mm-hmm. we've had the imac we have the mac pro they introduced the mac studio mm. since most pro work happens, you know, in a studio of some kind. Um, and the form factor is it's essentially the same kind of seven and change inches square like a Mac Mini. Mm-hmm. But it's taller, about almost four inches tall. Oh. So it's kind of this little, not quite a cube, mm-hmm. but not quite as flat as a Mini. Um and it's got, you know, a lot of ports on the back. It's got some ports on the front. Um, mm-hmm. And it houses either an M1 Max, mm-hmm. which you and I both have, yes. right, in our in our laptops, or the brand new M1 Ultra. Um, and it's amazing to think of that much performance in such a small enclosure. Yeah. That's... That- yeah, I would like to see that. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, because uh, it's interesting cause since they, um, you know, ever since they made the Mac Mini, you know, which was a cool, small form factor, but it was for a computer called the Mini, and it was never intended to be the creme de la creme to, like... <laughs> You know, like they've trained me a little bit to want bigger boxes for more to show off more power, um, even though apparently they don't need them. That's true, and also, I mean, compared to a mini, it is it's a lot taller. Yeah, um, is it like two minis or three minis stacked up? <laughs> um, just it probably about three minis. Mm-hmm. Um. But that's that's quite a nice little that's a super powerful little module yeah. there. Um <laughs> Oh wow. But it's just amazing 
like you thought they were done with the M1 Max, kind of, right? Oh, this is super powerful. And then suddenly they come out with the Ultra. Yeah. And um, then they did say that they will be updating the Mac Pro, but not today. So mm-hmm. we know that this isn't completely replacing the Mac Pro. There'll be something even more pro coming out. <laughs> um, I can't even justify like an M1 Ultra for my own use, right? Yeah. Like, and I'm pretty good at justifying buying Apple equipment. I know. Yeah. I, I excel at it. Um, which actually leads us to the second thing Mac related that they announced, mm-hmm. which was after leaving the kind of the, uh, well, Apple has the high-end Pro Display, XDR, mm-hmm. um, but they had gotten out of the um, kind of display with a, a camera and microphone business like back in 2014, a while ago. Yeah. Um, they stopped making their studio displays, um, but they reintroduced the line. They have a new 5K Retina display, 27-inch mm-hmm. studio display. It has the 12-megapixel ultra-wide camera that can do center stage. Wow. Um, and it's got uh, uh, what an array of microphones and uh, six speakers that can do spatial audio. Hmm. And the display itself has an, is it an A13 chip. Hmm. So not like the the latest greatest Apple silicon, but like one from just a couple years back, um, and it's got uh, six hundred nits of brightness. Mm. If you're nitpicking, <laughs> um, P3 wide color, it can do true tone to kind of use the ambient light sensor to adjust the color temperature on your screen. Um, you can get it with uh, it, a nano texture glass where they do microscopic texturing of the glass to further reduce glare. Mm-hmm. It comes with, uh, you can either get it with a, ta- a stand that tilts or one of these kind of fancier counterbalance stands that goes up and down and tilts. Mm. Um, oh, yes, it's powered by the A13 Bionic chip. Um, <laughs> it's like an iPad. <laughs> Right, exactly. Wow. It's like an iPad from a few years ago, but it's uh but it's a display and um I have had one of the LG Ultrafine 5K displays mm-hmm. since that's what kind of Apple was saying to use mm-hmm. work well with your MacBook Pro. So I've had that since they came out cuz I really wanted a Retina display. Um but uh, I had to order one of these. Studios <laughs> I've, I've been I've been wanting an Apple and a real live Apple display on my desk for ye- literally years oh, now. Yeah. So over a decade in my case, like I had the cinema <clears throat> display from 2009 and I used that for a long time and that wasn't retina. Um, but so. Exactly. So if anything would tempt you from <laughs> yesterday's um, that, because, you know, obviously it 
it they they showcased it with the studio, the Mac Studio. Mm-hmm. But any any Mac, any current Mac can drive it. Um, so it's uh, and I think also I think some of the later iPads can drive it as an external monitor too. Wow. Um, so and what's its also, dimensions? It's uh, so it's a twenty-seven inch display. Mm. Um, f- so five K. So the resolution mm. is. I have to look it up here. It's like whatever a typical. Five thousand, so it's fifty-one twenty by twenty-eight eighty mm-hmm. at two hundred eighteen pixels per inch. It's got wide color, true tone. Comes with uh, you can get the extra uh, under undercoat mm-hmm. to protect against salt. No, that's on cars. That's different. <laughs> like, um, wait a second. Uh, funny. Uh. <clears throat> So, excuse me. So, yes, it's uh, it. The other thing I noticed on my LG display now that I've had it a number of years, like the the speaker on it will like like it starts to vibrate and kind of gets buzzy. Mm-hmm. So I kind of have to like like literally smack the display on occasion to get it to stop buzzing when it's playing audio, which that's annoying. Wow. Well, I'm looking at the studio display. Nice. But, you know, since uh, since I moved and I have a very small desk, and now my small desk is in my small podcast closet, I I, I thought maybe I need the, the mount and just like I'll screw it into the, <laughs> to the wall and <laughs> have it sit above my desk. But uh, no, I, I would want to get the the fancier mount, the one up and down. And I'm sure it just would feel cramped in here. So I'm going to resist. Also, I, you know, that would be a lot of Apple purchasing for me in a short period of time. And I do like to stretch it out. And actually, (laughs) I have a, I have a stretch goal for myself. uh, As when I finish my taxes, I'm buying the new Mac mini. So, that's oh excellent yeah i uh, i use my mac mini you know I, I my work gets done sort of third on the mac third on the mac i sorry a third on the mac a third on the ipad pro and a third on the ipad mini which is my kind of what i call um wfb work from bed uh machine and it's just you know, it's incredibly slow now because it's seven years old, and uh, it didn't it didn't uh, manage the new oh. the latest iOS update. Definitely made it clunky. Or oh, and I'm sorry, I I don't know whether you misspoke or I misheard, um, but you mean the iPad Mini? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because for some reason, I was like. I, because I heard, but I might have just been because we were talking about Macs. Mm-hmm. I heard Mac Mini, but that might not have been what you said. I don't know. Uh, well, we can go to the tape later. We can go but to the tape. I just wanted to. 
I just want to clarify. Yeah, yes, a, a new, a a new a iPad Mini. That sounds great. <laughs> I don't need a Mac Mini to do Wordle in bed first thing when I make my first cup of coffee. Oh, gosh. I forgot to Wordle today. <laughs> oh, you better get on it. I thought it was I, dead hard until I finished it. And then I was like, ugh. I was totally facepalm emoji person. Or maybe I did do it today. I can never. It's hard to remember day from day on Wordle. <laughs> um, so, yes. And that, that new iPad mini is pretty amazing. Yeah. It looks really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm... I'm ready. Like I, I, I feel I like let myself go the requisite number of months of saying, is it me or is it the iPad? You know, is it just because there's a new one that this one seems slow now? No, <laughs> it just and uh, anyway, it's it's done a good job for me. I mean, I I was wanting to keep it for as long as it would run, but now I do feel it. Uh, for the amount of time I spend with it, it would be nice if it was more powerful. Yes, absolutely. Especially if you spend a lot of time with it, that's that makes sense because it'll help your productivity. Well, um, that's what it's about. That's what all these purchases are about: productivity. There's. Uh, nothing irrational about our oh nothing tech <laughs> purchasing my, wants <laughs> because you know my LG display speaker being a little buzzy at times that you know I've you know it ruins complete days of productivity because <laughs> if no this sometimes it's I mean it's really about enjoying life that's why we're being productive even is you know. Because we like, if we didn't like getting things done, we wouldn't do them. (laughs) (laughs) Or if things didn't have to get done to enable us to do the things we enjoy doing, we wouldn't do them. So I think the, um, you know, that Mac Studio, I'm sure it'll compile code faster because there are many more cores. I'm sure there's a lot of, um, but for the most part, I've been incredibly happy with the, the, M1 Max in my laptop, mm-hmm. and I did before the laptops came out. I did get an M1 Mac Mini, mm-hmm. so I really don't need it. Like I, I cannot justify getting a Mac Studio. Mm-hmm. There's, it's not going to make me really. It's, I find I'm very seldom waiting for the processor. To get something done these days, I find usually I'm waiting on on my brain or me or something else, yeah. as opposed to, uh, yeah. Um, so much as I would love to, like it would be cool to have. Um, I don't think I can I can justify it. The display, on the other hand, since like as soon as they announced the event. And there was a rumor they might be coming out with kind of a, a renewed studio display. I immediately was like, if they have it, I'm buying that. <laughs> um, so I kind of already, well, you know, as long as it seemed mar- like, of course, it's going to be pricier than 
somebody else's display. But as long as it had basically what I was looking for and didn't seem like, well, people could always debate over ridiculously overpriced or ridiculously expensive. Mm -hmm. But I got one because it, I mean, a monitor I'm going to use for many years. Yeah. I'll be happy that I have it. And, you know, that's. I mean, that seems like a really good price. I'm going to (laughs) say in the the rationalization voice only, you know, for an Apple display, because the cinema display that I had back in the day, you know, from 2009 was $1,000. So, you know, and it wasn't. I didn't have anything near the specs and a thousand dollars in 2009 money. So I don't even, I don't know what the, the inflation is on that, but it seems to me you're, um, you're getting a bargain. Okay, James. All right. Well, (laughs) it's also the case that, you know, I, you, we kind of get the things we'd like to get. We're very good at rationalizing. Um, that's kind of I think that's humanity's superpower <laughs> is rationalization. Um but that all said, yeah, so I'm very excited that I did decide to get one. Mm-hmm. Um cuz I I could justify it right in my own head. Mm-hmm. Um and uh let's see. The other thing is that I'm excited um that I think this will do wonders for, like, I, I think there are folks that, you know, they had the iMac Pro, mm-hmm. but, you know, you get this high-end computer kind of bolted onto your screen, but then if you want to update right. the computer part, you you know, you have to get rid of the screen and get a new thing with a new screen. This way, like, they're kind of, they're different, so it's, you can... The computer can actually support multiple screens if you're one of those pros that likes or needs multiple screens for your work. Um, It seems to scale incredibly well from kind of the max model all the way up to the ultra model. Um, So I'm hopeful that, like, I I think it's a good move by Apple. Um, And if one day I really do need that power um, or win the lottery... Um, I, I, I will certainly get one just to have one, even though I already have a, a like the GPU in my max is more than I need, but you know, yeah. Oh. Nope. Anyway, I do know. <laughs> well, that said, do you have anything else for this week? No, thank you for, uh, recapping the Apple event because you've saved me a lot of time and, I would say you saved me money, but you made the the studio display sound a little too good. So, otherwise, um, perfect job. Thanks. Just what I needed, James. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Well, in that case, uh, let's wrap up this episode so we can get back to salivating over Apple products um, and uh, getting things done. So, and also, listeners, if you were excited or nonplussed or not happy with uh, anything announced feel free to contact us and we could get your 
comments on the air, <laughs> as long as they're not profane. Um, <laughs> you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at The Weekly Review. And um, our email address is say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would be great if you'd rate or review the podcast. It helps new listeners find us, helps us find new listeners, and it makes us smile to know you're listening. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you gotta do You'll think about them all in the Weekly Review The Weekly Review, yeah, the Weekly Review Sitting down, it's all coming